0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 777, 777. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got a continuation in the book of Proverbs. I've got songs and letters. But right now, let's, I'm going to pray that you, Father God, will anoint this, uh, continue anointing me as you always do. That you'll anoint this program number 777, anoint me, anoint everyone on it, and anoint the people out in radio land. He you said you'd pour out your spirit upon all flesh. This means through the preaching of the word of God. We preachers are the ones that you're using to pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Your word, your words are spirit and they are life. Uh, lord your words every detail of your word is important to keep and lord we ask that you do that that souls will be saved and the church strengthened binds satan and open up doors we're sitting with you in heavenly places uh i know that many of us are i am and uh i'm looking down upon all humanity with you and i am above every persecution Every filthy thing that's on earth, nothing can stop me. As long as uh, you want me to continue on, I will continue on. Lord, I ask that these things be done, that souls will be saved, and the church strengthened in Jesus' name. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right. Now, no man can stand alone. We need the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is the word of God. And he said uh, that uh, his word will not uh, pass away, that heaven and earth will pass away, but every minute detail of his word shall not pass away. And the Lord teaches us that the little things, those that are faithful in the little things, will be faithful in that which is large. Uh, There was uh, rockets recently that have gone to the moon and uh, have tried to go up to other planets, and there, one of them had a little tiny screw that was uh, not put into the spacecraft properly, and another one had a little teeny scratch in it. Well, at the tremendous amount of speed that those uh, rockets are going up, the uh, screw that had not been put in properly and the scratch that was in another one caused the entire vessel to just start shimming and shaking so much that it blew up and all the astronauts died and uh, it's far more important to pay attention to the little things in the word of god because there can't be one shot or tittle uh that shall not be fulfilled the lord says that everything that he has said in his word shall be fulfilled and um so none of us are able to make it with our, on our own steam. In other words, I've just recorded a song with the Prague symphony orchestra and, and the, the uh, choir, the life choir. It's called No Man is an Island. No man can get the things done without the Word of God. We have to obey every thing that we think is so little in the Word of God Some people are out there committing adultery and fornication. They're walking away from the house of God, and they think that that is not a big thing. They're not willing to take up the cross to deny themselves. They want to be able to lie in the church of God and for the pastor to agree with it. But I don't agree with any liar. I don't agree with any fornicator, and I don't have if god doesn't have mercy on them i don't either they uh, want to come back but they can't Uh, the people that have committed fornication or adultery and they have not been able to keep the word of god i don't believe they're even saved but they have been saved and i have seen saved people that have been filled with the holy spirit walk away they didn't keep the little things while they were here they surely didn't keep the big things at all they didn't ask advice of the pastor that God has put over them actually a prophet and they ignored every major thing that the Lord says so their rocket is not going to heaven all right now here I am to sing for you Uh, H.B. Barnum who arranged and conducted this with the uh, uh, Czech Republic Symphony Orchestra and his choir, the Life Choir, no man is an island. No one can get into the heaven if you don't pay attention to what the Lord says. Go ahead, play it. You know, in these last days, many people think that they can conduct their lives the way that they want to. But really, no man, I mean, no man, Can stand alone. alone. We need the Lord. We need the Lord Jesus Christ. No man is an island. No man can stand alone. Faith as his guide to lead him to his throne. No man is an island. He may have wealth untold, but without peace of
1: mind,
0: what good is all his gold? A while ago, my world was a stormy sea. I learned to pray, and his hand reached out to me. And you see, no man is an island and stand alone. So have faith and you'll find a love that can't grow. You know, these are the very last days Jesus Christ is coming back to earth again. We need to know that we can't do this alone. We need the Word of God. We need Jesus for our God. Remember that all the days of your life. A while ago, my a stormy sea. I learned to pray, and His hand reached out to me. You'll weather the storm Weather the storm He'll hold out his hand Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Well, I'm trying to compete with Vaughn there. I guess that's that last note. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good, I'd say, for a person that next month will be 74 years old. Amen. Amen. I had to stand on a chair to get that <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, let's see. We're in the book of Proverbs. And what chapter is this? this is it. It's chapter 6, verse 29. On the last message, 776, I read this one verse here. So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife. That's adultery, folks. Whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. What does that mean? You will not be innocent. Not at the judgment bar of God you won't be. Now, Pat Robertson and some of these other preachers, they'll forgive you. And they'll say, oh, you know, God is... The whole New Testament is about forgiveness. That, my friends, is a dirty lie. The book, uh, the the, uh, New Testament, is a book that has uh, one verse. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, Christ, who is the word of God. And that means the word of God is every jot and every tittle. Whosoever believes in every jot, in every tittle of the New Testament, he that believes in will not not go to hell, but they will go to heaven. But whosoever doesn't believe in keeping the little commandments, and this is no little one, folks. And you see so many people on uh, these supposed to be Christian programs. And they say, well, I committed adultery on my husband, and he took me back, he's full of forgiveness. Well, then, he's bigger than God. God will not forgive that sin. And the Bible says, so once you've known the Word of God, once that you've tasted the Holy Spirit, and the things that God has said are important, uh, meaning every little thing and of course every major thing as well that there if you do that there's b- remains no more forgiveness for you no more repentance well that's why everybody's rushing into these soothsaying ministries because pat robertson forgives you uh, And many other ministers forgive you, but I cannot forgive sin. And neither can Pat Robertson or uh, any of these other supposed to be ministers. First of all, Pat Robertson cannot preach. He talks about business and things like that. His mind is not stayed on the Lord. Now, all of us that are saved, the Bible, God's word, and this is no little thing, we are uh, 100% with our mind, our hearts, our souls, our, our strength is con- right concentrated on the Lord. We're not interested in playing. We're not interested in talking about different holidays or anything like that. But our mind is on the Lord, and we're sitting with him in heavenly places. And Jesus sits in uh, the most lofty place in heaven, high above all powers and principalities, and therefore... We are able to overcome every obstacle on this earth because we're above everything. We're above. We're sitting in high and holy places with Jesus, and we're looking down on everything. We're looking down on sickness, disease, infirmities. We're looking down on adultery. Right, we're far above adultery and fornication and disobedience of every kind. We won't do that if you're sitting right next to Jesus. Why Why would you seem, why would it seem that you have the authority to disregard what the Lord says? And so I want everybody to know, because God wants everybody to know. If God didn't want you to know it, I wouldn't care whether you knew it or not. But he that goes into his neighbor's wife, or if you start committing adultery with your eyes, even Jesus said, if you look upon any woman with lust in your eyes, or women that look at men when they're married with lust in their eyes. You think that the Lord is going to overlook that? No. Well, that's right. He will not. Whosoever goes into his neighbor's wife, and the Lord has magnified this in the New Testament. He says whoever lusts on his neighbor's wife or whoever, uh, any female that lusts on somebody uh, that they're not supposed to. Whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. Verse 30: Men do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. Well, if you're around me and you're hungry, you don't have to steal from me. Just come and ask me for food, and it's for sure anybody that's of the Lord would give you food. You don't have to steal. Verse 31, but if he be found, what will happen if you get caught stealing? You'll have to uh, restore sevenfold. You have to give back to the person that you stole from seven times. He shall give all the substance of his house. Well, so it's better to ask people if uh, you're hungry or you need something than it would be for you to steal. But your pride, which is the same as blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, is so great that you would blaspheme. Verse 32, but whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding for sure. He that doeth it destroyeth his own soul. Now, if you think that's a little thing, that's a big thing. You think it's little to destroy your soul? You're not hurting God, you're destroying your own soul. If you've committed adultery, you can keep it secret all you want. But know this one thing, you've destroyed your soul. Now this is the real Bible, folks. I don't mess around with uh, the stuff that the people on TV tell you. I'm reading from the Word of God. And all of the words in the Bible shall be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But these words will not pass away. If you've committed adultery, you've destroyed your own soul. And a woman that's married to a man, and she commits a duck, has sex with a man. Another man, she's destroyed her soul. Well, aren't you offering any hope, Tony? Well, I can't offer any more than the Lord does, all right? I don't consider myself to be god i'm part of his body i'm a member of his body but i can't tell you anything other than the word of god does the book of revelation tells uh, us that anything that you take away from the word of god in other words the word of god says uh that it'll destroy your soul and these uh, false prophets say oh no it won't thou shalt not surely die and if you're meditating your heart i hope that my husband dies So I can get another husband. The Lord knows all about that. Do you think that that's a godly thing to do? No. No. Okay. Well, you're right again. See what an astute congregation I have. There's only a few of them here. I just pray that everyone in the congregation believes the way the Lord tells you to believe. The Lord commands us to believe one certain way. Amen. Amen. And that's his way or it's not the highway it's hell okay verse 33 a wound and a dishonor shall he get and his re- reproach shall not be wiped away well then how is it that pat robertson and all these other false prophets wipe away their reproach they wipe it away it's like nothing to them to just forgive they sit they think in God's stead, and they pay no attention to what His Word says. They just become so benevolent because, uh, you know, this is like a uh, wonderful thing for you that there are people that will forgive your sins and will uh, wipe away your reproach. But you see, they do that so they can get more donations from you. I'm not looking for your donations. You have to give them to me whether you want to or not. But I'm not looking for them. I'd rather die than change the word of God. Even in the book of Revelation it tells that if you add to the word of God or take away, these plates that are written in the book will be added unto you, and your place in the book of heaven will be taken away. In other words, you have fallen away from the, your salvation. You're lost. And just, uh, like, uh, Esau, you can seek for it bitterly with tears, but forget it. The Bible says it shall not be wiped away. Your reproach shall not be wiped away. Shall not! Don't you get it? Don't you understand? It shall not be wiped away. Well, then stop dreaming. Verse 34. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. Now, with me, if my wife ever committed adultery on me, (laughs) I wouldn't be jealous of her anymore because I know that I don't have anything. She's nothing to me. If she sides in with some female or some male, uh, I don't I don't know her anymore. She thinks I'll forget it, but I have a mind like an elephant, I never forget. And neither does God. Verse thirty five. He will not regard any ransom. You can to God you can give him Lord, I'll give you a million dollars, I'll give you a hundred million if whatever I've got. But the Lord will not regard any ransom. Because God has built a thing into a man. Where if they're really a man and not some wimp that's going to believe some wimpy false prophet, somebody that's possessed with the devil, well, um they want to believe that? Well, that's up to them. But I'm not that kind of a guy. Neither will he rest content. Though thou givest many gifts. It's no big deal. If a woman commits adultery, she said nothing. I don't want her. I'm glad that uh, she did it um, so that I had would not be married to her for about 50 years or something like that and be in a situation where you're so old and then you just see her out there committing fornication, adultery on you. I'm glad to be, be rid of her. Okay, this is chapter 7. Now, my son, keep my words. Keep every jot and tittle of them. Keep every one that you think is small. Don't think that my word is small. Because I don't talk like you girls do. You just talk about this and that. know how cute the kids are and all this sort of stuff. That has nothing to do with the word of God whatsoever. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee, with you. Verse 2, keep my commandments and live in eternity, in heaven, in paradise forever. And my law is the apple of your eye. Verse 3. I want you to remember them so much, if you've got a weak mind, then bind them upon thy fingers. The use, they have these, um, what do they call those things, the leather things with the word of God on them? Tefillin. The what? Tefillin. Spell it.
1: T-E-F-I-L-L-I-N.
0: Tefillin. Okay. He says, put that tefillin upon the table... Uh, write them upon the table of thine heart. Well, how are you going to write them upon the table of your heart? Because the Bible says that we're to walk in the Spirit. And if you're walking in the Spirit, these uh, commandments will be on your heart. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister. You're part of my family. And call understanding thy kinsman. Uh, kinswoman, you're part of my family. I have nothing to do with people that uh, pay no attention to God's little things, and especially his big things or his little things. They're all the same with the Lord. The whole word is fused together. It's um, it is, If you take one commandment out of the Bible, the whole universe would go into chaos that's what people are doing today is they've taken away all the word of God and made it as though it's nothing. And um, what they've done is they're just, they believe the Antichrist cult, uh, the uh, world government and the media, that uh, the word of God is nothing. But the word of God says that they may keep the... From the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. You wonder how many times women have tried to flatter me. And when they do, the scripture comes right up before me. And I just laugh at them because they're the devil. Amen? Amen. Stay away from them, the Lord says. And... Um, uh, that uh, wisdom and understanding will keep you away from the strange woman. Well, what is a strange woman? That's one that doesn't believe in God. To me, they are strange. They're strangers. They are not part of my family. They're not part of the family of God. From the stranger, which flatters with her words, Hi, handsome. How are you, darling? Oh, I just love the way you do this or that or something like that. Hey, whatever I do, I know that I do it and I do it good, okay? I'm the best at what I do or I won't do it. I don't like to be second best. All right? Maybe you don't uh, do anything the best, but I do. And nobody has to tell me because I respect my... And God's, I respect his opinion of me more than I do. Any female. And I respect my own opinion of myself because I know what God tells me to do and I do it. Verse 6 For at the window of my house I looked through my uh, casement and beheld among the simple ones, (laughs) and all you people out in the world. That's what God calls you, the simpletons, the simple ones. Uh, I discerned among you, the youth, uh, a young man void of understanding. That means uh, his understanding is zilch, zero. No understanding whatsoever. Now I have to turn the page here and get focus here on my seeing machine. Hmm. Okay. This, job uh, passing verse 8 through the street near her corner. <laughs> this woman has a corner on the street. A real sweetheart, this one is. Fleabag filled with AIDS and all other venereal diseases. And he went the way to her hacienda, to her house. Verse 9. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. Verse 10. And behold, in other words, look, there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot. You know what that is? Mini skirt, low-cut blouse, tight blouse, and some Christian women walk around with tight blouses and form-fitting pants and subtle of heart. In other words, she's like a snake, like Satan. Verse 11, she is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. She's too busy going from house to house. Now is she without. Out on the streets. Now in the streets and lieth and wait at every corner. It's not busy enough on one corner she'll move to another one. Verse 13. So she caught him and kissed him. How you doing, darling? And with an impudent face, trying to be cute, said unto him, verse 14, I have peace offerings with me, this day have I paid my vows, I went to church, this goes to show that everybody that goes to church isn't of the Lord, verse 15, therefore came I forth to meet you, and Oh, so you knew me, right? Okay. Diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. Verse 16. I have decked my bed with coverings. My bed. What is she talking about her bed for? Coverings of tapestry with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. Evidently, she made enough money whoring around that she could buy fine linen from Egypt. Verse 17, I have perfumed my bed with uh, myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. If I wanted cinnamon, I'd go buy a pack of cinnamon rolls someplace, right? (laughs) Okay, verse 18, come, let us take our fill of love. That's not love, that's the opposite of love. Love is the keeping of God's commandments, not fornicating with some whore. Uh, so, if we'll, I uh, do this, we'll fill ourselves with what she calls love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves, all kinds of loves. Verse 19, for the good man is not at home. In other words, she's married. He is gone a long journey. Uh, Verse 20, he has taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed. Verse 21, with her much fair speech, she caused him to yield with the flattering of her lips. She forced him. Verse twenty-two, he's void of understanding. Of course, that's what the word says. Verse twenty-two, he goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a uh, fool to the correction of the stocks. Now, once a woman leaves the Bible, uh, the church and forsakes the Word of God. The Lord sends her strong delusions to where she actually thinks she's having fun, having so many men. And she, uh, we've had them where they left and they're out there committing uh, fornication, adultery and fornication, and they call it pretending like they want to be saved, like we don't know who they are. And the Bible calls you all fools. As a fool to the correction of the stocks one of the worst things in hell people say there's no such thing as hell I've seen it okay and I've seen it on several occasions uh, visions and dreams from the Lord verse 23 tell a dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteneth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life you are sending your own soul to hell those of you out there that are doing this well what if i wasn't really saved well you were in the house of god you knew and the bible said there'd be a great falling away from the lord just before he comes back to earth again that's in second thessalonians chapter two And God sends he has sent you strong delusions to make you believe a lie that your soul might be damned. And uh, the Bible says that the Lord came to save sinners. But once you're saved and then you fall away again, he's not going to save you again. He's not going to go and die for you again. He says that. He said, I was dead. I died for the sins of the world. And then you left me after I saved your soul. And then you went out and sinned again. Do you think I'm going to come back and die for me? He says, I am he who is dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Forevermore. That's it. I died once. That was enough. And somebody didn't appreciate it enough to receive it and keep it. The small thing, you think it's a small thing to um, trample underfoot the cross, the blood of Jesus, the word of God? Do you think that's a small thing? No, it's far more than that. Do you think it's a small thing to commit adultery, to destroy your own soul? If your mind was on the Lord, you say, "Well, it's just so hard. I don't keep my mind on the Lord." You never kept your mind on the Lord when you were here. You are disobeying every word the Lord says to obey those that have the rule of you, and that is me. And you didn't do it. Well, a lot of people want to come to my church. We have a strong following, but a lot of people don't want to come to my church because they'd rather hear the fallacy of that God will forgive you, he's going to keep forgiving you, and so on. But that is not Bible. That is not Bible at all. And they talk about the prodigal son. Prodigal son wasn't saved in the first place, or he wouldn't have asked for his inheritance and went to live a riotous life with prostitutes and uh whorehouses and drunkenness and so on and so forth he spent it all up and he wound up in the pig's pen. and he wasn't saved but he re- met, recalled how it was in his father's house and so because he wasn't saved he wants to come back there's people that have left this church because they didn't want to receive what i told them and what i told them is from the bible and they're not supposed to bring accusations against uh, the authorities, the leaders that God has called. I didn't call myself into the ministry, folks. The last thing I ever wanted to do in my life is to be a preacher, a teacher, evangelist, or a, uh, a person that is over a bunch of rebellious people. To me, I wouldn't put up with anything. If any woman even would look at another man that I was with before I was saved, I immediately walked away from them. And I never wanted to see him again. Because I don't want to be married to an unfaithful woman. (sighs) So it's for your life. Verse 24. Hearken unto me now therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth i don't speak idle words when i talk you better listen and you better obey because it's for your life It's for your very life verse 25 let not thine heart decline to her ways She's a whore, and you go with her, well, then your heart has declined to the ways of a whore. These women that are posing in pornographic films and uh, in um, pornographic uh, magazines and so on, they're whores, and you're like lusting after a whore. Go not astray in her paths, because... You say, well, I didn't do, I didn't touch her, but you lusted after her with your heart instead of lusting after the Lord with your whole heart to serve him and keep his commandments so that your soul could be spared uh, before you die. Uh, See, because you're going to be, you don't know from one day to the next that you might not go out to meet the Lord today. And there's many people that are going out to meet the Lord today. And there's many people that are causing people to go out to the Lord today. Wow, how is that? There's over 46 million babies murdered every year. 46 million. 46 million uh, human beings. This is the biggest holocaust that has ever happened in the entire history of mankind. 46 million babies every year. Uh, Every two years, it's about 100 million babies. Every six years, it's about 300 million babies. That's the population of the United States of America. And women think that they're smart by murdering their own babies. The Bible says no murderer shall enter the kingdom of heaven. You've fornicated, which which will send your soul to hell and the lake of fire, and you've committed murder. When you get pregnant, you just go in. It's like an automatic thing. Well, the government says it's all right, but what you're doing is listening to Satan's government. The one world government, which is led by the Antichrist, supposed to be a holy government. Roman Catholic Church. That's the most unholy cult that ever happened in the world. You're following their words that it's all right to do that when the Lord says that it's not? You're a murderer. You're a fornicator. You're an adulteress. Verse 26 For she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men. Have been slain by her what does it mean slain her? that means that they went to hell they went to the lake of fire they're going to be burning forever and you don't take the word of god serious when he states that even the small things you're not paying any attention to i see okay so that's the way you are well realize one thing it's appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment she said, well, the Lord's not coming back for a lot of, maybe a lot of years. Maybe, maybe, huh? Well, maybe you'll be going out to meet him tonight in the middle of the night when you're laying there helpless in your bed. I know some funeral directors, and they told me, uh, Edward's funeral home in Van Buren, Arkansas, they told me that most of the people that die eat meals and they lay down at night, and uh, they start vomiting in their sleep, and they drown in their own puke. So he says, oh, yeah, they haul them in sometimes two, three, four, five, six, in a little town of Ambeer in Arkansas, a night, two, three, four, five, six, sometimes one, and that's how most of them die. They drown in their own puke. They go out drinking, they're drunk, they eat, they lie down, and all of a sudden, they don't know what's happening, they're drowning with this pungent puke in their noses and throats. Many strong men have been slain by her. They go out and drink, eat, then go to a whorehouse, or get it, turn on their television sets onto these uh, Horn stations and lust. A friend of mine before I was saved, uh, Bob Baker, his wife was a stripper at a club in Los Angeles. Her name was Babette Bardot. And one of the men, a big fat guy, was sitting on a bar stool watching her doing her dance. And all of a sudden, he just started throwing up, throwing up, throwing up throwing up, and he was throwing up, but he was dead sitting in that seat watching her, lusting after her while he's going out into hell. And she was a woman that was married. He was lusting after a married woman. And a lot of these people, these women that are into porn, they're married. Oh, so you see, many strong men have been slain by her. People that go to heaven are not slain. They're not hurt by the second death, the Bible says. Amen? Amen? The first death is when you die out to give your heart to the Lord. And you're walking along for a year or so or a few months. Then you decide, wow, this place is too straight. Oh, really? They really believe. I mean, this is really bugging me. I mean, this is uh, a uh, straight place. It's uh, They don't have, you know, many activities. They have to deny themselves and take up the cross and follow the lord out in the world we can do anything we want Why well, we can go out and have sex we can uh, uh, one of these people uh said come on girls they, they called her two girls out of the uh, church the sweat girl she came into the prayer room where they were praying she said come on girls you'll have money you'll have boys you can have boys and they said but mom we don't want to leave and she said come on now and she called the police <laughs> Yeah, so that uh, they would help her get them out of our prayer room here. Well, what's going to happen to them? She's uh, even destroying her own children's souls. Verse 27 Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. So, you know, if you like flattery, you want to pretend that God isn't watching. Uh, You know, our bodies are like computers that God has wired to him. He can tell what we're doing and what we're not doing. And if you've done it, you can try to hold a good thought, but you're going to hell. Because that's what the Lord says. And I I could make up stuff too, so I could get a lot of people in my uh, church, a lot of sinners. All sinners will come to a church to tell them there's no condemnation. God is a forgiving God. All the New Testament is a forgiving uh, God. Uh, they brought the New Testament so everyone could be forgiven. But the New Testament is the is the testament that brings forth more wrath uh, than ever the uh, Old Testament. Same amount of wrath in the Old Testament as there is in the New. New Testament is there's the seven last plagues. You're living in the hour of uh, the preliminary plagues. And the seven last plagues will be coming down to you soon. And after, when that starts happening, there's no more salvation. You won't be able to be saved any longer. And you're living in a cesspool out there. And you'll stay in the cesspool. But This is chapter 8. Does not wisdom cry? And understanding, put forth her voice. Okay, what does that mean? That means that there are preachers on earth that are uh, preaching wisdom. In other words, we're crying uh, the word of God to you. We're bringing the word of God to you. You you may have committed adultery, fornication, all these things. And if you repent, they'll all be forgiven. And that's what these false preachers and teachers are saying, that God says that he'll forgive all your sins. Well, he does. He does. But once you get saved and you've tasted of the word good word of God and you've tasted of the powers of the kingdom of heaven and you've been given strength to be able to not keep uh, to break the commandments any longer and then you do it again this is what I'm telling you I'm giving you the wisdom of God this is not my own words I'm not preaching my words they are not me. Amen. And understanding put forth her voice. Verse 2, chapter 8, verse 2. She standeth in the top of high places. Well, what does that mean? Well, we're on radio. We're preaching the gospel right into your homes. We're out on the streets with the literature that God has given me to tell you folks the wisdom that God has given me to tell you folks, and the understanding. By the way, in the places of the path, verse 3, wisdom crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. Why, there's people preaching the gospel everywhere. You've got to, sharply understand the word of God to know that those that are pretending to preach the gospel they're telling you all kinds of sweet and nice things that are false so that you'll continue giving they'll continue giving tithes on to them uh oh sir i committed adultery last night can i be forgiven oh yes just go on and light some candles and say a few hail mary's and our father's Only the blood of Jesus can take away sins, but if you've been saved, now those poor Catholics that have never been saved, they can be forgiven. But once they're forgiven, they have to continue in the power, the word of God. The word of God is spirit and it is life. And you don't deny or reject the word of God or try to make it look like false prophets are saying something that is true And the Bible says the exact opposite. So she crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. We'll take this up on the next message. I'm going to have to stop right now because we have some letters to read. Where's the first one from?
1: From Sergeant Bluff, Iowa.
0: Okay, well, let's hear what they say.
1: Pastor Tony Lamo, I just recently got your literature and it came to my attention. I must say it was an eye-opener and very informative. Is your literature free of charge?
0: Absolutely free of charge, folks. And you can get as much as you want. If you want to distribute, be a distributor in your town or city, just send how many you want and we'll send it to you. If you're really a distributor, you really are going to We'll send you a few at first, and then if we see there's reaction from your town, we'll send you more and more, and pretty soon we'll just uh, dump a carload on you. Then what?
1: If so, please mail to me whatever you can, as I would like very much to distribute in my neighborhood and mail to my family and friends.
0: Load this man up. Okay, then what?
1: Please let me know. Thank you, and God bless you for this information that needs to get out, and I will do my part in this as well. God bless you. Sincerely, Minnie. From Sergeant Bluff, Iowa.
0: Praise the Lord, Benny. God bless you. And just uh, we're sending, I believe we have a package on the way uh, on the way now. Then what else?
1: From Trujillo, Peru.
0: Okay. Let's hear what they say.
1: Esteemed Brother Tony Alamo, we have just been informed of the beautiful Alamo Ministries. We would appreciate if you would send us literature and your other materials, such as your CD collections, to promote and share with our thousands of listeners by means of our radio station. If it is possible, please send some Bibles to give to our listeners for when we hold contests. Very attentive in Christ, Santiago, manager of Radio San Juan from Trujillo, Peru.
0: Okay, so instead of a dozen Bibles, because this is the time that we set aside to tell you how easy it is to be saved. A lot of people, you know, they look like wise men and they try to make salvation look hard and then God is far off. He's not far off at all. He's as close as the breath that's in your nostrils. The Bible says that God is the God of all flesh. He created all of us and he has sent us into this world to reconcile mankind to God after Adam's rejection of God. Uh, Eve stated, uh, or the devil stated to Eve that she wouldn't uh, die if she sins. Thou shalt not surely die, but she did die when she received what Satan said instead of believing God. God says she was not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but she was to eat only from Christ, the tree of life. But she believed Satan that she'd become as great as God if she would just disobey him. She did, and she died, and all humanity has to die. So God uh, made a plan that those of us that will receive him and do what he says that he will he, uh, the purpose that he called us for is to reconcile humanity unto god to restore human race so that god could have many sons so that happens when you say this prayer you will be reconciled to god and no matter how many sins you've committed they'll be forgiven but just make sure that when the power of god comes in to you it'll be the power of god to prevent you from sinning and you can do it by keeping your eyes on the lord so um, let's say that prayer now say my lord and my god have mercy upon my soul sinner i believe that jesus christ is the son of the living god that he is the word of god how uh, he is life and spirit i believe that he died on the cross to shed and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of of all my former sins, and I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. It's a positive. I know because your word says so your word says that all who call upon the name of the lord shall be saved there therefore father god lord jesus i have called on you i know that you've heard me and i know that you have answered me and i know that i'm saved and i thank you lord jesus for saving my soul now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the lord and uh praise the lord thank you jesus praise you father praise you god now uh, sharon Tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 777.
1: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406.
0: All right, praise the Lord. Um, Well, uh, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for another illuminating message from God's Word, which is never to be broken. You don't want to let your soul spend eternity in the lake of fire, in hell, in the lake of fire. Well, uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for another powerhouse of a message from the book of proverbs this is the life choir that sang uh with me on this recording that we played uh, no man is an island the life choir was singing with me so here's the life choir singing the life prayer song